Your suite is ready. Girl, we are in there. Big old freak. Hey guys, welcome back to the Urban Suite with Tanya D, of course. I'm Tanya D, aka I am Queen T, aka Real Nigga. This is a special episode. This is a great episode because we have somebody very, very special here that's going to educate us and everything. But first, I got my Marla. Lady M417. <laughs> oh shit. On Instagram. Don't do that. I can't laugh. Sorry. My bad. I got Dito in the building. I'm here. I'm the special guest that's going to educate you. Really? He isn't. So, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> but our special guest today is none other than Tashina. She is a sex educator coach, and she has her company, Her Pleasure Chest. Tashina. Hi. Hola, como estas? I'm okay. That's what's up. We're popping Tashina's cherry today. Yes, yes we are. <laughs> this is her first podcast. So say hi, guys. We're so honored. So I'm so glad to have her here. She's brought some amazing toys. We got and presents. We, we did get presents. <laughs> Let me. Hold on. Ooh, my donut's still over there. Presents. Because I like presents. <laughs> so I'm so glad to have you here now because I feel like with sex toys and things like that, I feel like it can be taboo or people don't really like to talk about it that much so kind of just tell us how you got into this business with sex toys and sex education oh my friends <laughs> well first <laughs> uh to put out there i'm actually a social worker all right um, social working yeah i'm an Tough NYU, I'm a nyu grad so <laughs> i'm a super nerd yes. um and you this started because a friend of mine like you said it's a taboo thing right and most of my friends don't talk about it Unless they come to me, they live vicariously through me, all my sex sexapades. And well, one of them, she's yeah. just like, you need to educate other women on this. Mm -hmm. Talk about the toys. And mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, I'll look into it, but after grad school. And I looked into it, and my journey was like, I don't want to just focus on toys. Yeah. I, I'm not a consultant. I got I you. actually run my own business, so I don't work for all okay. those other people. Yeah. She work for them. And like, I don't want to work for anybody yeah. um, because it's more than the toys. So right. that's how it all started. So there's several different components to the business. Um, I do workshops for women of color. I mean, I like all people. But I stick to my people. <laughs> You're in the right place. I stick to my people. We need to stick to um, our people. You're in the right place. Especially Caribbean women. Like, we just don't talk about sex. At all. Um, I listen to lots of podcasts. Mm -hmm. And everybody talk about the sex experience. But don't teach women how to empower themselves yeah. when it comes okay. to sex. And educate them. So that's what I do. Got it. I'm like your personal sex coach, consultant. For women, couples, I help with experiences. So too. since you went to school and you're a social worker, so mm -hmm. what was the need that you, you saw? What was like the biggest need that you saw for women? The biggest thing I saw is like when they talk about self-care for women, mm -hmm. they never mention sex. They always talk about us getting our hair done, Ooh, our nails. True. Going to a therapist. You see, going to a therapist. You see these makeup tutorials. Yeah, but right. I'm like, but you still, we have all this makeup, but we still battling all this sex stuff too. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, that's a need. We don't talk about it. So mm -hmm. why not? My first workshop were only for social workers. And they say they never really figured out they never thought sex as a self-care hmm. like if you don't have sex doesn't it mess with your it's mood a it's, some, true. It's, a yeah. it's a form of therapy, form of therapy. everybody has Research a boss that, shows that, that like <laughs> after a good orgasm your mood goes it goes right that's right true back up. <laughs> it's not talked about a part of no. uh self-care no. or anything like that no. not even masturbation that's true mm -hmm. so let's so let's talk about it because I know that with sex toys, with women and self-care, for women that are in relationships, mm -hmm. a lot of men feel like I'm enough. Like I can pleasure her enough and we don't need toys. It's an what do, what uh, would you say to that? We don't say that to them when they jerk off. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. and I tell the couples, I'm like, it's beneficial because mm -hmm. 
as for a woman, we can't expect the man or the woman, whoever you see, right, to please you if you don't know how to please yourself. I agree with True. That. So that's where the toy comes into play. And plus, self-love is very important. That intimate moment with yourself, nobody can give you that. It's not a matter of replacing the person you're with. Right. It's learning your body and understanding what you like and mm. what you don't like. Yeah, because that's the, a benefit for them eventually. The benefit once for you them. you know what you like, then you can bring it you to them. You can bring it to and them and have that conversation. a whole... Yep. And of things. Yes, teaching women how to do that because we're taught to please the other person, really mm. not ourselves. Yeah, which we need to. Yeah. So psychologically, what is that attributed to? <laughs> what part? The sex part, or just like yes, like the repression that the sexual repression that a lot of women have. It will psychologically, it yeah. could lead to depression for a lot of women. Moods, um, low mood, it can affect us psychologically. Um, I feel like also culture plays a role into it as well. Mm-hmm. Um, the shame that society puts on us as women, especially women of color. Right. When we speak freely about sex and us doing certain things. So mm. there's a we'll there's several later. different components. Jermaine Dupree. <laughs> Jarman. That I'm nigga sorry. name is Jarman. 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 It's, it's so many different components mm. to it. So we can't even touch on just one specific thing. It's several different layers to it, especially for women of color. Alrighty, two questions. One, what age would you offer this sex education and and self exploration, so to speak? Um, like, what is the youngest age? You honestly, would my that goal to? is to get into middle school. I was a dean of students in New York. I worked with really? middle schoolers. Mm-hmm. I did oh, wow. twelve a twelve year bid in education. <laughs> that was a long time. Um, Wait, how old are you? 35. I turned 36 on Monday. Oh, yeah, happy be early birthday. birthday. <laughs> um, yeah. I would say as young as 12, 13. 12 or 13. Because yeah, of social right. media now. Yeah. Hmm. Yep. At the earliest. So you would encourage a 12 or 13-year-old to explore their bodies? And, and, I mean, they kind of do it. They already age. do it. At they do. Because your body's changing. Your body's, yeah. it's going through those changes. When you changes. look at child development, little boys start having these erections when they're five. Five, yeah. Hmm, okay. So it's about, and that's when you start having that conversation about don't let somebody touch you here and mm, you know that, right yeah but 12 13 they start i mean that's right. typically when the first sexual education classes are offered but are they because really i remember educating them? yeah because i remember sixth grade for me is when they sent out the permission slips like we want to we want to yep. start teaching this in school and a lot of the parents were like absolutely not my mom was like well i already taught my kids so it's fine you can educate them and i actually ended right. up educating my educator <laughs> because my mother was an HIV counselor. So at the time, the numbers she was talking about with the HIV and the AIDS rate, and she was wrong. The The data that she was providing was some years old. I said that that data is incorrect. It's actually this now. And I did get in trouble because I was being flipping in class, but I'm like, but it's <laughs> wrong. And she called my mother. My mother was like, well, was she wrong with the numbers? The teacher was like, well, I'm the teacher. My mother was like, no, I educated my daughter on right. this. And if you're giving them wrong information, I teach my kids to, you know, question things. Okay. She shouldn't have done it the way that she did because I really <laughs> did embarrass her in class. But no, sex education is offered in, in um, around 12, 13. So yeah. I think that is a great thing. But again, the parents are the, they're the so barrier they're with the that. Barrier. So yeah. I'm asking, like, would you introduce, like, the toys? and no. Mm-mm. No, no. That's the 18 and over That's 18 and over stuff. There's Just levels asking. to it. <laughs> There's Just levels asking. to it. <laughs> no, 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 no. So so you do seminars. You do... Yes. Women um, only. Women Someone. only. <clears throat> the boys feel left out. The boys oh. feel left out. Um, so I'm looking... Oh. I'm, I might do a co-ed one in the fall. Okay. Um, a funny one of my um, colleagues, he's, he's in mental health. Mm-hmm. Uh, professional and we might team up to do it together you know what would be cool if it was co-ed it's probably me because i always want to match make <laughs> like oh have a speed God. dating <laughs> and i'm like y'all already exploring you might as well you have both genders in one building and equally willing to learn or about maybe bodies just, or maybe it'd be a about their bodies event. yeah i'm looking into it i'm guest yeah. speaking at a couple's event next weekend in West Palm. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking into it for the fall. So how many toys do you currently have on your website? <sighs> Quite a bit. Because right now, 
in my immediate peripheral. <laughs> yeah, I was perusing. There's the about like eight, nine. Okay, so this there. is a trick with my business. You know, black woman owned, doing it yourself. Yes. Um, I did a lot of research. So mm. because I'm also a social worker, I do a lot of stuff, right? Mm. Um, the trick around it is my website is set up as a drop shipping company. Mm. So that takes out the yeah. stress of having yeah. everything. So a lot of the stuff will come through the manufacturers right. directly. Um, I have some stuff on hand for when I do events. Right. And some of my customers will just call and say, can you ship me? I was like, okay, I'm shipping. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, the momentum of the business is really picking up. Oh, that's great. So, now I'm really looking into just having more on hand. And the trick is I get all my products internationally. So, I get to bypass. So, you already have it on deck. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I have a lot. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking because, all right, so it's not that I'm completely, like, ignorant. It's okay. Of them, but, you know, there's so many and, and it's hard to keep up. I know technology changes and mm-hmm. needs change. And mm-hmm. what is this gadget right here with, like, Which a one? dolphin fin at the end? Oh, this is actually a vibrator. It is? Yes. Okay. It's perfect for couples. You can touch it. You can hold it. You want to hold it? <laughs> He's it. like, I'm actually straight. Did it start vibrating? Straight. Yeah, it did. Yeah. Oh, this is the remote control one. So this one. is the remote control oh. one. I always oh. wanted one of these. Oh, that's See, true. these are what couples that's, should be this playing is with. Perfect this for is couples. perfect for a couple. This is perfect Why for you couples. Why you went, oh, that's what that is. That's, that's the out to dinner. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's exactly what it is. That's the out to dinner. Yeah, that's the out to dinner. That's perfect for couples. So when this you This is powerful. This is very powerful. This is very powerful. So when you do the Okay, so I guess it hasn't happened yet. So when you do the coaching, do you do couples? Yes, I do have uh on my website. Yeah. Couples can hire me too. Okay. <laughs> He's over here waving and I'm like, "What the I hell? Know what, what happened?" Okay. My, my peripheral. Okay. And there is another over here. Which okay, one? so the beaded one. Oh, this is not a vibrator. I clear I know that. Okay. So that's an anal. That's yes. for anal. Yes, it's anal plug. So with anal, because Euphoria really messed me up. Oh Jesus! Okay, <laughs> Euphoria. <laughs> this show really has disturbed my spirit. You want me to turn it off? Yeah. Yeah, because of vibrating. But oh, y'all can hear that though. Yeah, it's a. Pop- You're welcome, it's listeners. It's, really, <laughs> it's very and it's powerful. So and I was trying the um the different settings like yeah. for the vibration. And the quality is pretty. You'd have good. a great time. Oh with wow! That. Oh, it's so soft. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Man, okay. I just got this yesterday. I'm like, that's classy. I like that one. I'm on the website now. Hold on. I didn't even post it yet. You need to. I just got it yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> How quick you want her to be, Mara? I know. But go ahead. Euphoria, Euphoria. ruined your Yes. Anal. So with anal, for women that don't, because a lot of black girls, you know, we be like, nah, I ain't, I ain't with, the, with the booty shit. So how would you introduce that to someone? So let's say if there's a guy who is into that. Mm-hmm. And the, the woman he's currently with is not. How would he, with the toys, introduce that to her in a way that would probably make her a little bit more comfortable? Everything starts with communication. Boom. <laughs> Nothing starts with, that's the first thing. Mm, you okay. have to have that dialogue. And um, I feel like don't do it unless the person you're with is 100% comfortable. Mm-hmm. Unless they say, okay, babe, I'll give it mm-hmm. a try. Don't even take it to step two. Got it. So when you get that okay, mm-hmm. then you start exploring with each other and, you know, take baby steps with the person. But don't just like, I want it and you get, no, it's not going to be I great. want the bussy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Everything starts with consent. I'm not it's, mature. You're not. I'm going to meet her. I can't do this with you today. I no, but there's this. just so many options, and I do feel like. What did Euphoria do to look, you? Look, look. It's, it's, it's a very, the it's show graphic. has a lot of dark dark elements to it but it's a very graphic show so you know how some shows you know that they're having sex but you can't really see it no we see it oh you see it you see it oh so it's boring basically i mean (laughs) basically you know those categories you go down and get a little dark it's Mm kind of that yeah it's that but um something that you said about communication is key um what advice would you give couples who because you hear a lot of times some couples will say his sex drive is way up here, mine is way down mm-hmm. here, or mine is way up here and his is way down there, especially with the age thing because as men get older, their sex drives get lower, and mm-hmm. as we get older, our sex drive so gets higher. Mm-hmm. So, like, what what advice would you give to a couple, you know, surface advice because we want people to pay you. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> what advice would you Go give couples 
who who are ha- who are trying to bridge that gap, like reach some type of compromise. Compromise. There we go. Um, you supposed to help me. It's some type he's of chilling. I think he's just taking us all I'm in. I'm listening. Um, it goes back to almost like social work one on one. Meet the person where they at. Mm. <laughs> My ex, um, she. Uh, she had a lower sex drive than I did. Mm -hmm. And it's just about understanding the person you're with. Uh, People talk about they love each other, but do you understand the person you're with? And I feel like, again, communication. If one have a higher sex drive and the other don't, Mm. just come to a middle ground. I don't care if you have to come up with a schedule. (laughs) Figure it out, Mm -hmm. you know? And it's more than just the act of sex itself. Intimacy come in different forms. Yeah. That's so if ask. you if you can come up with other ways to pleasure each other, it, you know, that will work wonders too in the relationship without the actual act of sex. Question. So how would a man or woman increase their libido? So um, let's say the relationship may have or the sex drives are different. Mm-hmm. And you've already communicated that you established the sex drives are different, but maybe the person wants more. Mm-hmm. And what can they do to increase their like libido? Or... You have essential oils that can help. The mm-hmm. new trend is a lot of CBD products. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, you mm-hmm. have. Now you making her happy. <laughs> <laughs> now you making her happy. You actually have um, lubricants now with CBD and THC mix. Really? Yep. Oh, I gotta. Let me you get on the Google. Yeah, I'm on the Google friend. I got you. I'm on the Google friend. I'm just gonna take I a gander. Can, yeah. <laughs> I'll keep you in mind. Um, I have somebody that yeah. will come out with a new line soon, so I'll keep you in really? mind. Really? But yes. But Please. that, those are, you can use essential oils. Is maca massage powder, does oils. maca powder really work? Because I've heard that a lot. Which one? Maca powder. Mm-hmm. Ain't that for food? Isn't that? It what? is, but they said that it increases. What about maca your, root or something? That's what, yeah, that's what it is. I don't the know. root. But I've heard the powder, like if you sprinkle the powder, I've you never used your food. it. Uh, yeah, because it's it's for food. It's, it's, it's for food. It's it for, for food, food but they it? said yeah. that it does increase your sex drive. I don't know. I've never tried it. Can yeah, I've heard that eat? about the oil. I've heard it about the root itself, and I've heard that about the powder. Can I just eat fried no, kung from Snappers? Friend. <laughs> <laughs> on your kung? <laughs> you want the maca on top it's, of the kung? Yeah, sprinkle a little. T- that's what's on top of I it mean, right now. Kung is supposed to be an aphrodisiac <laughs> already, itself. friend. What you trying to do? So you... <laughs> You, I don't know. <laughs> you trying to up it? Up, hey, up. look, the salt that's already on it could be the same thing that's on Snappers. So I mean, who knows? I don't. I don't know. Get her. We can't even. I'm just gonna do All my that googles. <laughs> I'm just gonna do she my gonna googles. She gonna get halfway through and be like, "Whoo, Lord, Lord, it's out of here." Yeah. Like, <laughs> who? What? What? In the butt? All right. <laughs> so, uh, where can people go to find your products? You know, plug your socials. Oh. Uh, the website is herpleasurechest.com. Um, Instagram, herpleasurechest. If you want to follow me personally, it's what is my Instagram? That be me. Um, <laughs> simply Tosh underscore. All I right. post daily little quotes on the Instagram. I'll do giveaways. And on all the social media, you can also book me directly. Mm. Um, I'm adding a pleasure adult tour. To yeah. the business now. Okay. Yeah. Some of my girlfriends came down um, last week and I kind of let them come into my world of going yeah. to like the nude beach and exploring. I really want to go. I'm your girl. I'll take you. What? <laughs> so, yeah, I'm adding that to the services cool. I provide. I saw a bunch of old people when I went. I wasn't too See, it's not about that, though. Was I know, but it was just. It it's the freedom it. of it. And I don't mind the old folks because they don't. They're just in their own world. Yeah, they are. Sometimes they, they're too much. Plus, they know what they look world. like already. They already. I love that they're so comfortable. Like, it right. is what it is. You come. You be, they judge you if you I have mean, other when you get to suit. a certain age, you get to a point where you're like, fuck your opinions. Like, See, I'm always like that. Yeah. And I think it's because of my mom and my grandma. Mm. Growing up in Jamaica, everybody know my house. Yeah. Because my mom and grandma were just out there with titty out. It's just like, what? come home from work, bra off. Bra just like, off. real <laughs> comfortable. Sistering. Yeah, just real comfortable. And I grew up like that. So I'm just, I love going to the old, young, everybody. We all in the islands have had the mom. The mom. And the, like, yeah. walking around the house with the booze just hanging, hanging out. It's just like, whatever. <laughs> That's true. I remember my brother used to have to call my mother and be like, I'm coming home with homeboys. Like, can you please put on some fucking clothes? Yeah, I think my stepdad goes to that now. And the most they're going to do is throw on a muumu. That's yes. it. But see, the muumus. <laughs> Epi, that's it. Let me tell you something. Muumus are lingerie 
to Caribbean men because no, they not. know that's yeah, no no <laughs> yes, you're not pure Caribbean you're not pure Caribbean no, that's why but pure Caribbean not. men mumus are lingerie to them because they know it's easy access we don't wear anything underneath so they know they could just slip in there and slip out that's why they got like seven families right the fuck exactly. now exactly right like now you think kids. our mothers was you think our mothers and our grandmothers and our aunts was walking around here in negligees and shit hell not they no, they mumus Still. You know what? I wasn't really <laughs> raised like that, but that's just how I am. And my mama now, you remember mom would say, I'll never catch the number <laughs> because she would always <laughs> see my ass. So <laughs> she was like, I guess I can't play lotto today. Uh, apparently, bare ass is bad luck. So is it? <laughs> I don't know. Well, you know, it's some country shit. <laughs> but, I'm always bare booty. But y'all make sure y'all check her out. Check out her uh, items she does have on the website, her pleasure chest, and get your sexual desires and exploration on. Okay. Yeah, you got a bunch of different things on the on the site. You also have a blog on the site. Yeah, I have a blog. Information. information. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a lot of information here. So y'all should definitely check it out. I've been on the site throughout the week and I've been reading I know. some of the I also because I've been yeah. buzzed, because yeah. it's interesting okay yeah. it's very interesting and it's good information so I've been yeah. reading the blogs and stuff like that look we ain't gonna tell y'all to go do something if we ain't doing it ourselves oh look Ooh. at that practicing what you preach amen all right, <laughs> let's. Uh, I think this is about time to get into some good black ass news. All right, so good black ass news. Congratulations to Carry On Washington. He's a 17 year old teenager from. Texas. He was trying to get a job at Six Flags and they told him he could not work there because of his locks. So that story actually went a little viral and um, a modeling company actually saw him and was like, fuck Six Flags, we gonna sign you to our modeling agency. He is a very cute young man, actually. So he's gotten a job with a modeling agency and now he's about to be booked and busy and paid. So Six Flags Y'all Shout can kiss his you. ass. Um. Oh, you know what? I, I know you're going to bring up something else, too, with good black Go ass ahead. news. But I do want to acknowledge. You know what I did learn is to stop calling dreads dreads. That's what I did learn. Um, because to them and for that culture, they're saying that it's not dreadful, you know, to have them. And it takes a lot of patience and time and mm-hmm. all mm-hmm. these things to grow the hair and to call it dread. There's nothing dreadful about having them. And so they call them locks. So f- f- when I learned that, I just start calling them locks. So if you're from Miami, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, 305 disclaimer. I mean, <laughs> you either gonna call it shit locks because there's a dookie one at the top, yeah. one yeah. on the side. I mean, mm-hmm. but I guess we're gonna change everything. Yeah. I guess we're gonna change everything. I don't mind that change, like, because. No, it don't bother me. You know, it's it's not a big deal. And also, we don't call them faux dreads, you call them faux, faux locks. locks. Yeah, so that's what we use the term them. for what it is. And, yeah, it's, go ahead. and it's faux. Not fox. Oh, you I just want the, the fox locks. What is a fox? <laughs> what are y'all talking about? The fox, fox ones. But getting back to the story, that's cool for him. And it worked out for him. Yeah, because, it did work out for mm-hmm. him. You know, but everybody not a model. And the other part of it is, you know, it's not necessarily going to stop, I think, discrimination of hair. Because you're still black. At the at the end of the day, so True. they can th- these companies they still can make their own choices. That this one turned out to be a good story, and hopefully we see more of well, them. But I don't know how you how you change that. It's like it's like in in the NFL where people have dreads and they know people are getting pulled down by the hair and could seriously get hurt. But they were like, you know, mostly white people want run that league, so they're like, I mean, well, if you have that hair, it's a part of the uniform, and they could grab a part of the uniform. I mean, so. NFL needs to deal with CTE first, and then we'll talk about everything. Well, else. apparently can't find out till they die. So exactly, like- <laughs> but um, but I agree with you. I don't think it's going to stop any type of discriminatory behavior on a personal level. Yeah. However, if you are in the state of California, who just signed the Crown Act, segway, you segway. cannot yeah. discriminate <laughs> yep. against anyone based upon their hair. I'm talking employment wise. So now employment, school, you cannot discriminate against a student or hiring somebody based upon their natural hair because this is geared towards our people because people seem to have a this in this mass infatuation with our hair. I don't know 
how deep into um, the workforce this goes, because I do know with some service jobs, like being a firefighter, to go to the academy, you can't have certain type, you, your hair has to be cut very short. I don't know how far deep that goes for the state of California, but they are setting a precedence that I hope that other states in these United States will follow because um, we hear these stories all the time. Little girls going to school and they're getting sent home because they had plats or, you know, mind you <laughs> when Kim and them do it, all of a sudden it's a, it's, it's a, a fucking, theme. it's a fucking fashion tra- yeah. trend, but we've been doing it for centuries. <laughs> like we can't keep our hair protected. Fuck y'all. But anywho, um, but congratulations to the state of Florida. I do hope that this that this does set a precedence for other states. Florida, I'm looking at y'all. Um, so that people <laughs> are not being discriminated against because of their of their hair. Because hair for a lot of people is a personal journey, just like Tanya was saying. It's a personal journey. It's also a religious journey for some folks. And not everyone is Christian conservative. So People need to stop disrespecting people based on how they look. Again, personal discriminatory behavior, we can't help because what your personal belief is and what my personal belief is is one thing. But if I'm qualified for a position and I'm well qualified for the position, my hair should not stop me from trying to elevate myself. So unless you got white locks. Now see oh, that Jesus. that is that, that is, is not locks. That is not locks. That's, that's not actually okay. shit. That's, that's actually not, just that's actually no. just tangled up hair. No, that's all that is. And because you know when the whites, even you know the Hispanics, because they're really just white people with with saison. But when they don't take a shower every day or wash their hair every day, it gets oily, it gets yeah. dirty. So the fact that they're doing the that shit is dreadful. So when they have the dreads, <laughs> you know. It just looks so disgusting because you know what they had to do to get it there. It looks there. like a bird's nest. It's yes. a Side note, mess. I was watching YouTube videos of uh, people scraping lice out of white people's hair. Why and would I just, you do that to you yourself? That to because I had to... F- I, I, okay, so oh, I always knew lice was a thing. Itch. So yeah. she'll watch that, but she can't watch Pimple Popper. That's too... You I can't, can't watch Pimple Popper? No. I love Pimple Popper. No, I can't. I but you can watch lice? Lice like come out of somebody's head. The insects are racist, so it's like yes, I can they are. Watch oh, it. Yes, they are racist. Oh, Remember when we were in elementary school? <laughs> if one little beige kid showed up with right. lice, all of us had to go oh, home. Do you remember the yeah. nurse? Remember, like, yeah, yes. the, your mom needs to you? wash your hair with this yes. with this shampoo and stuff, and then they would all the black girls would come and get in line. It was like, oh, they don't need to come. Yeah, they'd be like, like goddamn right. <laughs> Our coarse hair like, is is it. But it, speaking it. of white people with saison, just to go back to Euphoria right quick, because we forgot to mention last week. Shout out to um, they have two drug dealers on that show. Dog, listen, the older one is Bay. I love him. Mac Miller, girl. I had to go back and Google just to make Ooh, sure it wasn't I hate him. Ghost. But <laughs> the second one, He's they great. have this little boy on that show. This nigga real name is Javon. Listen, white He's a Javon. White, boy. white Javon. Wait, no, it's not. His yes. real name. No, is, white his Javon. real name no. is Javon. I literally had no. to go look yes, him up is. because I y'all want me to watch this. No, I do. you should watch you on do. the show. His name is not Javon. I'm talking about in real in life. Real his life. parents named him Javon. His born name. He's got saison. Okay, I literally had That's to go look up this little boy. Yes. Javon. I had to go look up this little boy because he is so amazing on the show. I'm like, where they found this kid at? And I sent it to Tanya. I'm like, Tanya, this little boy name is Javon. Tanya was like, what the fuck? I knew I loved him when I seen him. I was like, he's amazing. where did they get that jit from? That little boy is amazing on that Javon. show. But yeah, he's a little drug dealer. He is. But uh, he's very mature and ethnic somehow. I don't know <laughs> how it works, but shout out to him. Mm-hmm, go ahead. Oh, that's all the good black ass news I have. If you guys have any good yeah. black ass news or you think I missed anything, please send us an email at urbansweettalkpodcast at gmail.com. Or you can hit us up on any of our social medias. We do appreciate the DMs. Some of them I delete immediately. Uh-oh. And um, we don't do be creepy, appreciate guys. the comments. So hit us up. I just blocked somebody off of our page the other day. Really? Look, man. Very so- anti-somatic oh. person. Um, I put up a positive picture, and then the person commented, oh, um, probably not. I'm like, oh, we're not here for this. Oh, wow. And I go on that person's page because I've never seen this person before, and it's all this anti-everything. And I'm like, oh, no, we don't need you in our universe. My oh, the feds. Yes, <laughs> it is long. Don't nobody need that shit. Feds. All right, guys, so let's get into some trash. But at the tip top of that trash, it's slightly a part of good black-ass news. It's like good black-ass news with an asterisk. So this is like a transition, a bridge between good black-ass news and trash? Robert Kelly. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, Jesus. 
Where's the good black ass news in this? From? Is that he's been indicted uh, on like 24 counts of again child pornography and other things. But the Again, time. Uh, yeah, this is what the fourth time. He's no, but he's wrong. really no. This time he's nailed to nah, a fucking yeah. wall. There, really, no, like, there is no yeah, getting out of this because of, like, it's federal charges right. based on a documentary. And, and, oh yeah, and, and, and if nothing else, the, the, there's charges in New York. There's no way he's the state of though. Chicago also has like uh their felony their felony charges like it's like the highest it's like the highest level in Chicago in, right. in the state of Illinois. They're looking of, at it at a huge like sex ring. Because of all the people that helped him correct. get the girls, all their asses right. need to so, go. Correct. That's what I was saying. All, all their asses. All this is why it's good black it's not ass just news. Him. The caveat is though, all of those Chicago police stations that assisted him are those people going to jail. Mm, now you hard. know the police you not know. going to jail, but they will point the fingers in where they could find the niggas. At. And are some of these still <laughs> even will. officers? Because this has been going that on for damn near years. twenty yeah, years, for a long time, for an, for an extremely long time. So honestly, at this point, unless they're going to face actual charges, which if they did, it probably wouldn't even be on a felony level. Mm. It, they don't even need to pursue the officers at this point because it's whatever. We know Chicago PD has been corrupted for centuries. Like mm-hmm. that's like nothing new. Chicago, LA, New York, they've all been corrupted. So um Miami. I just Miami. I ain't wanna go there, friend. I ain't wanna go there. But the whole state. I saw the story when it came out last week and I was like, huh, okay. And I just scrolled past it. Like mm-hmm. I didn't even it doesn't garner a reaction from me anymore because he's gotten away with this shit so long like he was i don't even think he's even faced um the previous charges that he was out on bail for like the the woman who who bailed him out who took money out of her business to Hmm. bail him out like i mean i'm expecting someone to be like okay well i'm gonna go bond him out because obviously we know he doesn't have money he has no money but at this case there i don't think I don't know if you get bond in this case. Oh, Um, thank God. Well, if there's no bond, then I'm happy. Because it's pretty descriptive and also about the women who were basically explaining that they couldn't leave uh, the room without permission that included eating and using the bathroom. Right. And things like that was added to those 24 pages. They Um, They even display a plane ticket. For the the little girl, the girl Ariel. from uh, from uh, Orlando, Azrael, I mean. yeah, Azriel, a plane yeah. ticket when she was underage with her first and last name on it. I mean, him taking her across state and lines. She's still in his right. custody, right? Correct. Yeah. So did th- I think there was like a press conference or something that his publicist was doing, and then um, that nigga, Mr. Savage, what, the other young lady, he bum rushed the the podium talking about where's my daughter? He's in custody. Where the fuck? Where's my daughter? Where's my daughter? So these girls are essentially missing. At this point, these that's young the women. mind Jesus control that he yes. has over them. And people, that's what was upsetting me is when people like, well, they were being so fast. I'm like, bitch, you were fast. We was all fast. We 16, all 17, fast. 18, 19, a grown man, superstar with money, a millionaire wants to, that's attracted to you. <laughs> just want to hang out. I just want to hang out with you. Yeah. Cause you know? we think we're, we think we're being, we were mature sure, for no. our age. No, you were, you were like dumbass. We were dumbasses. <laughs> Come on. Like we have all had situations where, when we were in middle school, we wanted the high school boys. When we got to high school, we wanted the college boys. And then when we got to college, we wanted the grown ass men who had mm-hmm. their shit together because that's what we wanted. I mean, shit. I mean, and I then, didn't. I I wasn't a fan of people blaming the girls because at the end of the day, they are not the underage girls. Now there was one heifer in there. She was like thirty, twenty something years old. She knew what the I fuck she was she getting. Was doing. She knew yeah. what the fuck she was getting involved in. I have no sympathy for you. But these underage women. I mean, they said he used to hang out at the fucking high school or at the McDonald's by the high school. Like, bro, he's a predator. His You're time a predator. has come, and I think that at this point there is he's between a rock and a and a hard. It comes down place. to the parents too. I have to. It's, oh, I'm absolutely. A, when I was a fastie. Right, Absolutely. fourteen, yeah, fast. So, like, but just as fast as supposedly as fast as those young girls were. Those parents were just as fast when it came to, oh, you gonna give us money? Exactly, you gonna give us a house? Like, yeah, like, the young lady from Orlando, know? they took her to the concert. Right, I have been to an R. Kelly concert. Tanya, you've been to an R. Kelly yes. concert. It is not for, for under eighteen. It <laughs> not, is not under twenty. It is a very sexually charged, very graphic concert it's not a concert that you take your kids to this ain't justin bieber this ain't chris brown right. it is a very sexually charged show and then they then wow, he was like oh he called her up on stage let me tell you something my head is daddy what? i just i didn't understand as that. a father I, I never, I never, like, why would you be okay with that as a father how do you let your little girl go to a nigga who you watched 
backstage. Or, you know what I'm saying? Like you knew who this nigga was. He, R. Kelly was a sexual it. artist. The music was sexual. It was, all these rumors with the Aaliyah thing, um, the tape, everything was already happening uh, mm -hmm. by the time that he brought his little girl. And just to even, oh, she went backstage with this nigga who was already pre-accused of messing with little girls and you just, as a father, let her go. The he best part, the, the best part was he says, my daughter's 17 and he calls her up on stage. So at first I thought it was a little weird. I'm like, you think? You think? And then. Ain't no way in hell. But she went. That like you allowed stopped. it. Right. That show would have stopped because my daddy would have been like, bitch, I wish you would get up out this chair. Right. I wish you would get up out this chair and try to go up on the damn stage. And it didn't, it didn't happen. It didn't like happen, you know, slowly. Like the moment she went on stage, they couldn't get to her for a certain amount of time. She's backstage. They can't get they backstage. Right. And finally, they get her back, and they still let her go back to and this man them, oh, out of state. But let me say now. something to that, mm. because we are still dealing with that right now. This isn't a case of, like, these isolated parents. Right. You have parents right now who pimping their kids out so they can go viral. You know, they, they equally want the attention, the fame, the, the money, money, the access, they want it just as much as these little kids do. So in cases, they are kind of pimping their kids out to get those things. And so when someone comes along and had, so she was already singing at, at this point. Right. So she was singing, oh, yeah, with the I'll help your career type shit. Um, that's exactly the type of nature that someone would do that is predatory. You understand? Especially a nigga like R. Kelly. But in any event. I wouldn't let my daughter right. go to any nigga mm -mm. unaccompanied, you know, with some, oh, he's going to help your career. Right. Type no matter shit. who it was. No matter who And was. I feel like R. Kelly did such a mind fuck on all of these girls, even the women. Okay, so my sympathy isn't that great for that older woman, but also consider that there's that little girl inside of her that's fucked up. Right. To even allow it and accept it. There is a part. And there are a lot of adult women that just accept the unacceptable just to have somebody. And so women do that on a lower level with niggas that don't have money, niggas that don't have access. And so shit. you have That's grown women. Point. So and then when she gets to R. Kelly, this millionaire, this popular person, whatever, and she subjected herself to that. I feel like there is no age limit to women being mentally weak. It's just... There is no age limit to that. And for a man like him to take advantage of it, we saw in the interview how manipulating he is. Gail already had said that when the girls were being interviewed, when it got to a certain subject, somebody just start coughing in the back. Like, <coughs> so that they could stop talking. Yeah, they got like so that they knew R. Kelly was in the room because Gail was told R. Kelly had left after he was like raising hell and being an ass monkey on that lady's show. When it was their time to interview, he said R. Kelly's nowhere around. They started talking about things that made him uncomfortable. He started coughing in the back. And that shut them right the fuck up. And that's how fucked up that he's really made these girls. So it's like it was only time. And I think it's great that he's finally getting his just due. And I don't like the argument that oh well y'all so happy to see r kelly go what about harvey and what about i'll be like nigga it, it, you can it, walk it, and chew gum uh, right it, it doesn't matter it doesn't matter at this point because we know what the rules are for white men and what the rules are for black Period. men so take that out of it yeah. and just say look this is a bad person he needs to go to jail in Period. The story. Yeah, the you don't need to do the comparing and right what about these niggas over there right because no. that's not gonna change no. it's not so, uh, yeah, that was good. Asterisk, good black ass news to me. <laughs> All righty. <Right. laughs> huh? Like, I saw the Aziz Ansari uh, stand up. Y'all go check it out. It's I on Netflix. It. Yeah, but he does speak of on his first two stand ups, he gave R. Kelly like these whole segments about just being his friend and going to his concert and just the strange nature of R. Kelly. And only now kind of coming back like, oh, yeah, I guess that all that shit was. <laughs> kind of strange <laughs> like i shouldn't have been that wasn't my proudest moment uh can't you know champ champion for this nigga so basically he's in custody and these two girls are still missing oh this is i hate to see shit. it man i it hate to see it shit. because it's gonna be it's like being incarcerated you know when you're in, reintroduced into the world it's not the fucking same 
uh, because they've had this looming nigga in their lives dictating everything that they did. And now he's incarcerated and I'm sure he's trying to find a way to manipulate them from jail. Right. Yeah. yeah. He's calling going, don't say this. Don't say that. Mm-hmm. Don't say this. Don't say that. Damn, he probably has a damn team of people watching these girls because he did yeah. not do this but by they himself. Won't. It goes back to, I remember when I was in New York and working working in the group homes, um, we would see a lot of the men hang out yeah. in front of the group homes to pick yeah. up the girls. And sometimes the cops can't do anything because they don't say they're taking them and they're do yeah, there's, do there's limitations traffic. to it. Yeah, they go they go willingly. Yeah, so like R. Kelly, they, people were like, well, why didn't the school ever report that? So I remember middle school and the high school boys and older boys would mm-hmm. come with, because that's when dudes was putting cartoon characters on their cars. Fucking we ranch Doritos. We talked about this in previous episodes. Y'all go check it out. But they would literally be in their cars. And I remember the security guards would tell us, Y'all need to stay on the property. Right. The minute y'all cross the street, we can't, can't do, do anything, anything for you. Mm-hmm. And as long as they stayed across the street, the police couldn't do anything about yep, it. Yep, we can't, they can't do anything. cruising through early release. They knew the schedule. They knew yeah, the schedule. they knew the schedule. Yeah, they knew they was like, the oh, y'all get out at 1240 today? Yeah. <laughs> so they driving around with Tweety on they dunk, man. Look, they got <laughs> yeah, they still doing it now. They got snacks, But without nigga, the cartoons. Cheetos. Oh, my goodness. Spinning rims. Remember, that was a thing. Um, now they keep them with material stuff, the phones, right? The bags. And right now, women are the little girls are caught up in the social media thing and wanting to look a certain way and look like you living a good life, and and so that's what they're selling. And and on the sadder end of the R. Kelly shit is his daughter. Um, that she there was recently a video put up on the shade room, and she's basically saying like that she was. She tried to commit suicide at one point, and it's just so hurtful to go through because she didn't do anything, yeah. which is absolutely true. Yeah, they have she didn't do shit. Those kids a mm-hmm. lot, um, right? I know she has come out in the past, prior to this clip coming out, that she said that it's been difficult people knowing that she is Robert Kelly's daughter because people will come on both sides of it. There are people that would come to her and be like, yo, can you get me in with your dad? Like this type of situation. But then on the flip side of that, people who are so disgusted by the shit that he does, they're coming up to them and they're doing that. Which is why I kind of felt a way about his ex-wife doing all the reality shows and exposing them. I'm like, these kids, to me, I'm not a mother, but this is my opinion. Your kids are already being ostracized everywhere they go because everybody knows that this is their father. Right. And a, and a lot of times when your father has such this huge shadow, good or bad, you're not able to have your own life. But then to go out and on top of that, be forcibly put yourself in the, in the, not just yourself, but them also in the public eye, I feel like it's just not, it's not conducive to them trying to grow out of these traumas. She was thinking about the money. She has been thinking about the money. Yeah, it's all about the money for her. Because Robert has allowed her to live a certain lifestyle. And she said it. Mm-hmm. And and she wants to maintain that by any means. Um, Girl, in this case, a, it's just unfortunate job? because y'all hoes in the shade room comments, you hoes have doo doo in your souls. That's what's wrong with you <laughs> because they can't. They kept talking about sis wig. Granted, yes, it was sitting up off her head about five inches. But I think but she that did that on purpose, though. I think she does that on purpose because I think she puts these funky wigs on and and does stuff like that on purpose. People couldn't kinda... get past that wig. The wig comments in the shade I mean, room friend, was rampant friend there's been wigs we've seen that uh, we i mean can't his, really his kids aren't that old so when you think she's about, 21 that's what i'm saying yeah, yeah so, but the other ones are still so under 18 if you go young. back to yeah right so if you go back to when it happened so she's 21 now you mm-hmm. go back to 2002 that means she's been going through elementary school her entire life tell you the truth more than other elementary skills i heard your daddy pee your, on people your daddy yes. pee on people and you know kids they'll just blatantly they just blatantly bright so, and early in the morning that's a lot of trauma <laughs> yeah it is and i feel like they've dealt with trauma in their own right with just the relationship between r kelly and the and estranged mother. wife right. because that was so abusive you could only imagine what the kids are kind of dealing with yeah. you know what's interesting so i'm glad that you are here so for people that have had like Thank sexual you. trauma whatever oh. <laughs> <laughs> people that have had like some form of sexual trauma like w- like as a social worker like how and j- just mentally like how 
do they reintroduce themselves into that? Because like I watch Big Little Lies, Marla, get mm-hmm. on it. Mm-hmm. You need to. I'm, I'm a oh, few so episodes, so, but I'm sorry. So you on this on this train? <laughs> remember, <laughs> remember you came and I said fuck the both of them, right? Because they have. Please don't put me ruined, on the fuck the both of them. Not in a bad way. Not in a bad way. Not on the they, list. They ruined my life. They ruined my. No, life. it's a good show to watch. It's a great. And Meryl Street. I know. Street, I did start it. I do need to. I, I told y'all about Meryl Street. I'm gonna lock in. She's a Auntie Mary. She's She's actually the real Auntie Mary. <laughs> but but no in big little lies there's a person that was sexually assaulted and mm-hmm. so like every encounter every intimate even small intimacy like hugging and kissing um she found like great like difficulty yep. because of the trauma of what happened literally the last time she was in a sexual encounter it was pretty much rape and how would a woman that because i feel like a lot of women do deal with that where the the partner or their male or woman or what whatever may be really sexual and then all of a sudden they're like you know why aren't you into it and you know how do they get reintroduced one therapy. back to themselves therapy 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 what therapy. are you <laughs> therapy therapy <laughs> yeah I cannot stress it enough yeah yeah therapy any kind of trauma right therapy 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 therapy, therapy. Like there's no, there's no way to go around it. You can't help yourself. That's true. That's and true. you can't pray it away. You can't. You better, <laughs> you can't. Amen. You better sing it. Therapy, therapy, <laughs> therapy, 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 therapy. No, so I, I I totally agree because I always wonder about that. Like women who do survive a, a sexual uh, trauma. And especially when they were too young or too naive or whatever to do anything about it. So when they do get into a intimate situation, it may be really, really, really difficult. So, yeah, like we said, go to therapy. You need therapy. What are you? So just to return back to the trash for a little bit. Um, So earlier we were talking about how women of color especially we get we get like the shit end of the stick anytime we try to express our sexuality or anything like Correct. that so german dupree mm, not german german go ahead i'm just so sick of him he looks like a walking trauma but anyway oh, um Jesus. he was on people i think it was was it people that interviewed him platinum do you remember i, I don't, don't recall okay so it was people that interviewed him and they they were asking him about what he thinks about the wave of female MCs coming up now and stuff like that. And just to just tie it up in a nutshell, he basically said that all the rap female rappers now sound like strippers who started rapping. Basically he feels like women are not rapping about anything. They're rapping about all the same things and no one's really trying to showcase their lyricism or anything like that. So of course, you know, social media went into a straight uproar after this. Cardi herself, you know, Cardi is never not going to say something. She came up and she, you know, she kept it a buck. And she's like, I rap about my pussy because one, that's my best friend. And two, that's what y'all want to hear. And she talked about some of her more serious songs that she came out with, like Be Careful yeah. on her last album. And was it serious? She, it was. It Be was. Careful. Was, if you, if if it you was, really listen to it. If you were really listening to it, it's a, it's, a, it's a cautionary tale about falling in love with falling the wrong person. person. Mm-hmm. So she's mm-hmm. like, when she's come out with songs like those... People have been like, why the fuck are you singing about that? Like, those are not her more popular songs. So, but then when she comes out with the, you know, I like go all that, all that shit that she raps about people, that's the, that's the songs that hit number one. Those are the songs that make her money. Those are the ones that keeps her booked and busy. And then she also came for him and she said something very honest where she said, there are a lot of known lyrical MCs out here who are not rapping about their pussies, are not twerking on Instagram or whatever the case is. And they're very good, but nobody's supporting them. Yep. The blogs are not supporting them. The male artists are not supporting them. Jermaine Dupri himself are not, is not supporting them. So how dare you come out and say some shit like that? And this started a wave of other people coming out and saying, oh, Rhapsody's dope. Tink is dope. So-and-so is dope. But yeah. y'all don't talk about these people. Young, The young and maids of the world are dope. But y'all don't talk about these people because these people are not twerking on your timeline. They're not dressing provocatively. They're not talking about pussy and dick and all that other shit. They're talking to, or scamming, for example, because some people are coming for the city girls as well. But everybody wants the city girl summer or the, the hot girl summer or whatever the The truth of the matter the is, is like sex sales, period. 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 And so if women's value is attached to how we look, just like niggas' value is attached to what you can provide. 
So and half of y'all ain't providing shit. So <laughs> women. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead, friend. It, I apologize. No, I mean I just feel like. First of all, he used Cardi as like the martyr for all female rap, which was fucking dumb because there were so many that came before her. Um, and there are so many currently, like you said, you have the Tierra Wax, you have no names, um, not no names, but her name is no name. Um, you have Arenica. Am I pronouncing that right? Aranica. Sure. That's how I pronounce yeah. it. She can rap. She can. She, she and can so we're having this new generation of 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 female rappers that are actually just fucking phenomenal. Even Megan Thee Stallion with the twerking, with the with her great fucking knees, all that shit. Girl, who is your trainer? She can actually back up what she's doing. Day. You know, like, and again, like, these, again, these women weren't even rapping about stripping. And I, and I don't see the difference between, because it's a trial and triumph story. That's what rap is about. I ain't have shit, I got it now. Yeah. yeah. Every rap song is, I ain't have shit, I got it now. Right. A bar or two, even if the song about that goddamn mama, we ain't have it then, we got it now. And so the the trial to triumph is everybody's story. So whether that is you stripping, whether that's you fucking selling drugs, because if you trade stripping for drugs, then every male rapper raps about drugs. I mean, you should have came out with how many albums? And I'm still hearing about codeine. I'm still (laughs) hearing about drugs. I'm fucking drugs. And so it it, it upsets me because it's like everything that women fucking do is put in a Petri dish and put under microscope and we we dissected and and we shouldn't and even when people want to give compliments to certain rappers they have to shit on another one just, just to do to say, it yeah. and it's like it's not fucking necessary and i feel like like megan the stallion goes out of her way people can talk shit and i know we get tired of her because the people love her and she's everywhere but the the truth of the matter is she is created like a little community of her own when she see another dope female rapper she want to meet up with them she want to go hang out she want to take pictures they want to twerk together they want to go on live and and do that shit and then you have a jermaine dupree whose only merit of success is with Debrat. Well, that's not true. But I will say this. The interesting thing about What other him, female rapper that... Well, no, you he said was, his only... I mean, as success. far as female rapper. Okay, okay. Yeah. So, but the interesting thing about that is, remember when Debrat came out, she was hardcore. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, a, 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 a light switch flipped because she hadn't dropped the album in a while. And she started dressing sexy and had the song, What Do You Like with Tyrese? What do you like? So oh, even yeah. she had to make that she transition. To make yeah, so to, to kind of make more money. So he's, he's clearly missing a point. Missy Elliott, too. I mean, too. I feel like Missy never really had to. She was sexual. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But I don't, feel like she, I don't feel like she ever really had to put herself out there in that way because it was already in her music and people respected her for at least she I didn't did. have to but when she came out with like past that dutch video right i was like oh yeah whoa yeah. what the fuck <laughs> right missy Even, i mean but the, the focus on missy because she was a bigger girl can you yeah. uh, missy yeah. could be walking around in a thong and a fur coat like little right. kim did so right. she she had her own kind she of had her own kind of sex sexiness her own kind of sexism because her lyrics were very sexual if you listen to some of her songs but then pussy don't because fail she me now did those very outrageous videos and she did those she did the dancing and a lot of it focused on the dancing and her outrageous videos mm-hmm. the costumes the hair people it took away Wait, from um, her having to be sexual because people were like oh here go missy with this hair now here go right, missy right, with these nails right, here go missy right, with right. these right. weird it was, it was very creative weird, yeah she was right. extremely creative at taking the sex off of herself and then putting it on other people that were in her, her video. So she didn't have to, she was fortunate enough that she didn't have to over-sexualize herself. But you're right, that the Brad thing, I completely forgot about that. Me Brad too, was in a too. bikini. I was like, mm-hmm. bitch, and I don't whole, think we seen you in one scene. I, I forgot about that. And then it, you see what everybody did. Whoa. Right. Everybody was like, everybody, <laughs> everybody fucked fuck with up. it. And it was, it was that, yeah. and because he, even on the, the the ladies' night song, she was still dressing like still a dude. Dressed, yeah. But, she, but next thing you know, she was on that vibe that they was doing. So right. it really doesn't make sense for him to say that. And mm. then when you think about it, nobody really want to listen to conscious rap, man. I want to hear some Not ignorant 24/7. shit. Not you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I love Nas, I love Common, but nine times out of ten, what's gonna make you move? What you gonna work out to? What you gonna Migos. fuck to? What, right? You're not gonna fuck the Common. You fucking to rap music? Love yourself. I mean, <laughs> who is fucking to rap music? Y'all tell me something. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just telling the story. I mean, hey, that's something new. I mean, there are, there are, that's, correct me if I'm wrong, there are vibrators wrong that. that you can plug up, to, you can Bluetooth to your phone and it'll, yeah. it'll vibrate beat. to the music. Yeah. See, I was bringing it together. 
Can you imagine yeah, if sure you put a Migo right. song to a vibrator? That's interesting. That's, that's you still got to play Megan Thee Stallion. <laughs> I agree. I mean, yeah. I could be, but right. we, but, hey. But, so, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, it just, it, it, it's, it's played <laughs> out. It's played out. It's just hating on a level that doesn't make sense. And you would think uh, just seeing the different artists that are coming out now, uh, whether it's a, 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 a Jaden or, or even like a little Yachty, like all these people are different. Mm. It's different than what it was before. So you got to let these people have their shine. Let these women have their shine. Oh, correct. Yeah. Just let us do stop what the fuck we want to exactly. do. Right. And stop all, you know, having all of these parameters and what we can and cannot do, what we can and cannot be. Because, again, like men aren't measured to these same standards. At and all. so when you comparatively mention these things, like I said, just trade stripping for drugs, selling drugs. It's a come up. You know what I'm saying? Even the city girls, they're talking about a come up. Because um, that was their life. Yes, they talk One about... in prison now for that. That's their actual you, life. Yeah. She their actually actual committed life. fraud. Cardi <laughs> actually was a stripper. Yeah. That yeah. was her bread and butter. That's right. what got her on Love & Hip Hop. That's what made her famous on, on Instagram. On Instagram. Right. That yeah. was her life. So if that's what she going to talk about... If selling pussy is what she's going to talk about, that's what she was doing. That's how she was able to get her family out of the situation that they got out of, which is why we we like a, a, damn, a damn Cardi. Now... Had he said something like, I wish some of these long-term artists would evolve from talking about pussy or everybody from talking about the same shit. Because, for example, Nicki Minaj, I'm so sick of hearing about her pussy. Ma'am, <laughs> you are a businesswoman. Only because Nicki has evolved. She's not what she was before when she right. first came out. Nicki has become a businesswoman. She's got endorsement deals. She's got all of this other shit going on. Like, bitch, talk about some other stuff. Talk about something else. Because... It's okay to drop a song about your pussy because obviously you need to sell singles. You need to get people to come. But if every fucking song you talk about this pussy is this, this pussy is it, bitch, I'm sick of hearing about your pussy. Like, I don't want to hear I mean, about it no to more. be honest with you, niggas don't talk that much different about their dick and about. I mean, I know that. That's why I said I'm sick of Futures. Future drop how many albums and it's the same, same shit thing. on every fucking album. I'm sick of that too. But, but I feel like yeah. you know what you you buying. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I listen to Future, I'm not expecting no other right. shit but some, some druggy shit. shit. Right. But their music is not not gonna change if they're not changing right. themselves. Right. Exactly. Because right. if you look at Beyonce, like her person, she grew. It personally, grew. you know, so Jay Z has the music is gonna yeah. change too. So if they're not doing that outside work, the music is still gonna be the same. And yeah. that's another thing we don't even allow artists to grow because we like, but I know you for this shit and do that, right? <laughs> like, so Prince would go out of his way and not perform all the songs that we love in his concerts, and people were feeling away. But he was like, I'm an man. artist, and I want to show y'all what new shit I wrote, and I and like this song makes me feel different than 1999, and 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 we aren't that. We just want the hits. We want the what hits. We, we want to recapture those feelings that we had when we first heard those songs. It's always we trying want to what we came recapture. For. What is it? Always trying to recapture that first high, but you can't. Once you can't. it's gone, it's gone. Yeah, yeah, that's crackheads' lives. Um, <laughs> let's listen. I really wish there was a crackhead Olympics. I'm not gonna lie because Why? I feel I like there. How long do you I feel like there's so lie? much talent and shit inside of crackheads because one, they're never in a bad mood, but two. They can do all these extraordinary things, and we have to make use of it instead of just picking at them. Shout out to crackheads, man. Justice for crackheads. No, friend. Um, Y'all need support. Um, no. <laughs> Since Dito's here, um, let's go sports really fast. Russell and James Harden, I think it's going to be a disaster. Yeah, I don't think it's going to work. <laughs> I don't think it's going to work at all. Well, I think it's going to be a disaster. I don't think too. I mean, it didn't work in OKC. But what makes them think it's gonna work in? Houston? I mean, from a pop culture standpoint, just the outfit's gonna be fucking insane before yeah, the are. game with James Harden. Very and him, true. But like outside of that, basketball wise, it's not gonna make sense. You got two niggas that want the ball. Um, what pause. <laughs> um, I mean, they do though. I seen the locker room in Euphoria. Hey, man. Uh, you know what? Jesus. Don't bring that up. I'm still traumatized. You're banned from talking about Euphoria you until I watch scene? it. I'm huh? traumatized. <laughs> I mean, did you close like, your eyes? We we had this conversation. It's like <laughs> if you've been on Pornhub, you've been on X videos. I mean, but have you seen that many at one time? I mean, I've seen some videos, but I don't think I've seen that many at one time. 
I, and they I, were all pale. I, I've never really done a tally. I've never really done a tally. Yeah, like he was like one, two, three. <laughs> you no, know, I just. No, I'm not saying who was talking, but you can tell. You just gotta let it pass. So you just gotta let it pass. I was watching this comedian. He has a special on HBO, but he has a segment. I forgot his name. I'll find it in a second. But he has a segment where he's basically saying when he does go to watch porn, when he, you know, he saw the little clip or the thumbnail of it, whatever, and the dick that was in it. He didn't really feel comfortable with it, so he closed it and looked for another one. Then he realized, oh, shit, I have a preference. <laughs> I have a preference of which type of dick I do like in my porn. <laughs> what? <laughs> He's like, I'm uncomfortable with that kind of dick. But this one is okay. I'm trying not to be what you're doing right now. Please stop. Ah, shubbable Honda. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I know that we've been all over the place. But, uh, of Welcome course, to the Urban Suite. always hit us up, Urban Suite Talk Podcast at gmail.com. If you have any questions, if you want to support, if you want to support your business on our shows for promo, hit us up, Urban Suite Talk Podcast at gmail.com. You can also slide into DMs only on Urban Suite Talk Podcast Instagram or Twitter. And yeah, we have come to that portion of the show. And I thought I had a quote, but I'm going to let Marla have her final words and then I will get my quote. Marla? You going to let me have final words today? Correct. Oh, well, oh, my final thought. You're wait. What? I cannot get out of here. <laughs> I was going to bring it up before we left. Listen, I don't know how I forgot this. Because I need to know if we're going on a field trip. All right, guys. So apparently there was a petition put on the Facebook machine of people who are trying to storm Area 51. (laughs) Okay. Okay. All type of citizens are signing this fucking petition so that they can storm Area 51. Where is Area 51? As a unit. Yes, it is. I mean, I feel like that's what everybody assumes because of the movies. Well, no, I think they no, built, I think Area 51 is where they actually built the government stuff around. I don't even know. Where like, it, like my only, that. my only point of reference for Area 51 <laughs> is Independence Day. I assume that's what it looks like. <laughs> that's, that's everything that's there. That's what's happening right now. It's, it's actually. But why y'all want to go there? It's actually in the, to see them aliens. The aliens don't want to fuck y'all. They don't want to. What I'm saying is, why y'all want to go fuck with the aliens? They're not trying to fuck with y'all. Because the government been lying, and we need to get to the goddamn bottom of the goddamn aliens. There's shit they could teach us. We gotta show them memes. We gotta get get them. Planet. No. Take me away. Now that I have purpose. They're going to put us, they're going to put them in schools with us. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be alien discrimination. Oh, my God. They're going to have black mamas like, you have five apples. Okay? They got to go through the same childhood we had. And we got to fuck them up just like we are. And hopefully they have some new things. But apparently, uh, yeah, the reason for us doing this is, I'm going to say us like I'm actually going. But no. We're not going. over, listen to the number. We can't go? Over 600,000 people have signed this fucking What? Listen, man. No, this is well, not happening. Can we go? Can we it go? It's happening. This is can not happening. Can we do an happening. urban sweet field trip? Can we it's go? It's happening. Hey, let me lift my... I'm sorry, guys. You can't see it, but I got to show the crew how people about to storm into this fucking place. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. We got the Naruto anime run, okay? <laughs> Shout out to my, my, my blurs out there who know what I'm talking about. So uh, that's really why I started the show with. I can't and so yeah, we're gonna get our X Files on, nigga. I'm, so I'm about to. I'm, so I'm about to be Scully. You wanna be Mulder? We gonna go figure this shit out. I think we should go. I think we should do an Urban Suite. Is it in a budget, producer? Is it in hey, a budget? To we go? need a denuralizer. But wait, let's go around and <laughs> figure going. out before we leave. What would be your position in this raid? What would you do? What could you do? <laughs> I know I'm distracting the guards. I know that for sure. I'm doing the Wu-Tang, nigga. I'm doing the Wu. I'm um, hitting them folk. Oh, my God. Um, I am going to hit that whoa so hard that they don't even notice everybody I'm going to be trying passing. to disable all the security measures. Like, I'm going to be trying to get rid of the cameras. Oh, you're not even shit. having this conversation. You know yeah. we're going and you're coming with us. I'm not. You're coming with us. You're coming with us. Oh, my God. Oh, show Lord, so. I'm not doing this with you. Who are going to be there? That's black people for sure. <laughs> If they'll text me the day of, I ain't going. <laughs> I'm not doing this with you. Um, 
<laughs> thank y'all so much for listening Tashina thank you so much for coming thank yes. you for having me um, guys, yes, you're guys of course we drop an episode every single Thursday we are back on SoundCloud we are on Woo-woo. iTunes we're on Google Play we're on Audio Boom. we're yes. on all of your favorite streaming services because I can't remember all of them right now um, final thought for today yes. comes from the late well not the late because she's still alive the great Megan the Stallion <gasps> and yes. it goes and I quote he say he hungry this pussy is his kitchen mm. ladies Go on herpleasurechest.com. Oh, look so at you the can plug. Keep your kitchen on point so that he can eat to M- his content. Mop your flows. <laughs> and <laughs> my quote before I get out of here comes from one Ed Lattimore, and it is Procrastination neglects mortality. You will die one day. Each thing you don't do is one less thing you ever can do. So stop Y'all procrastinating, she, niggas. You see how she lets me do all the filthy shit. <laughs> and then she comes back with That's the, a neat with little nice bow. Shit. Just a neat little cute bow. Well, thank you guys again so much for listening to the show. Um, Tashina, thank you so much for being here and thank giving us our gifts. Me. I love free things. My favorite number is free. So thank you so much. And uh, where can people find you? On Instagram is simply Tosh underscore or the business page is Her Pleasure Trust. Uh, my Marla. Lady M417 on Instagram. Maybe I'll pop back up on Twitter this week. I don't know. We'll hey, shout out to Twitter for shutting down and coming back asking, do we miss you? Hey, fuck you. <laughs> we don't play those kind of games over you know here. What? That's I, not cute. I didn't even know Twitter was down until I went into my break room and people were having a conversation. Like, they were freaking out. The way they were freaking out, like, something happened. Like, last week we had a gas explosion in Plantation too close right. to my damn house. So then I was like, okay, what, what happened? What happened? Oh, Twitter's down. Bitch. Twitter can never go down. Any other site can go down except Twitter. Dito. Peace. Oh, my God. Love. <laughs> so. Man, get out of here, man. Hit me up on Twitter. <laughs> at I am jump on Queen T. I am Q-W-E-E-N-T-E-E. Hit me up on the Twitter machine and the Instagram. Thank y'all. We will see y'all next week. Bye. Walk with a limp, limp, huh? I'm on some pimp shit. Hey, he say you all about money. Yeah, I'm on that cash shit.